0: welcome to the quick stop f1 podcast my name is nyasha and you could have been anywhere in the world but you're here with us we appreciate that joining me today is everyone's favorite we are so happy that you're here because we don't even know like it it could happen whilst we're on call that yeah, it
1: could have things been.
0: could be going down. Life could be changing. Life could be changing in the blink of an eye or in the space of a podcast. But <laughs> I'm so grateful to have you here. Everyone's favourite, Tommy!
1: Hey, it's Tommy. Oh, wow. Oh.
0: <laughs> there you go. Oh my God, you're literally the first guest I've got that right for the (laughs) whole season. (laughs) I can't believe it. Um, How are you?
1: I haven't seen you since Bahrain. I'm good, you know. I've just been um, enjoying... Enjoying not worrying about Formula 1 too much because mm. I'm a massive fan of Lewis Hamilton and he's not really in the running for, you know, the championship. So he kind of like, I just go into it like on vibes every weekend. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> and now I, now I know what Ferrari fans must feel like. <laughs> that was, I wasn't even saying it. I wasn't even
0: saying it. It sounded like you were saying, it sounded like a little said. No, like, no, like, I wasn't look. even saying it.
1: I am just like, it feels it, it, it nice. Little, it feels nice because obviously run, Red Bull's run away with the title this year. It's obvious yeah. it's going to happen. So yeah. it's nice because I feel like we're just with the Ferrari guys, just chilling and doing our own thing. It feels like the race is actually from third. Like if you get third, that's the true first for me.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. Like there's that, there's that tweet that circulated from uh, Mercedes where they're like... Um, uh, tough day at the office today but you know we'll fight and then it was like Lewis and Valerie finished second and third and then someone's yeah. like someone's like oh you guys you guys are so dramatic like we're not in it to finish second and third it was like oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right, as long as we're finishing now I'm happy you <laughs>
0: like, let's get two cars over the line um, yeah, I mean, if, if we can um, but look I mean look it, the thing is they're lucky that was George's car because if that
1: was Lewis's car bro, bro. pitchforks <laughs> pitchforks and tiki torches, boy! It would have been peak. Yeah, oh my god! Yeah. Let me tell you something. When people say t- t- Team LH is cult LH, yeah, I used to be like, nah, these people are bugging. But now I'm seeing that these people, this is a cult. This is a full on right. cult. I'm. I thought I was a diehard Lewis Hamilton fan. There's people that are so they're so diehard Lewis Hamilton, they would burn Mercedes down just oh, just yeah. just just for Lewis Hamilton. Like Lewis is there like Come on Nah the team's doing well We're gonna come back And these people are there like Fire everyone Like why are these people Running the team Boo They suck They've sucked And then Do you know what I mean The part that's really Making me laugh is that All of a sudden People have this like Vendetta against Toto Wolf And it's so funny Because three years ago Everyone was like Hey Toto Toto now everyone's like Fire Toto Wolf I'm like bruh These people are fickle man (laughs) Good God, sports is not that serious. (laughs) Hey, bruv,
0: look, that's a good segue into what we were going to discuss. But before we get into that, I love you, man. Before we get into that, um, make sure you're liking uh this video subscribing to the channel if you're listening to us on apple make sure you leave us a five-star review and if you're on oh so a worded review and a five-star review and if you're listening on spotify please leave us a five-star review i can't describe to you how much this helps we last month we had our biggest month ever ten thousand monthly downloads on like uh across all pla- uh, spotify apple all of them podcast platforms and that's because you guys listen to us when we ask you to rate us you leave us reviews you leave us five star ratings and it's uh it's super super helpful. so thank you for that um and if you're tired of all of the adverts on our podcast or on YouTube, you can sign up to our Patreon. There's a 2 99 tier, which means you get ad-free uh, podcast and video, by the way. So if you don't like the YouTube adverts, there's a video with no adverts as well. Uh, and obviously higher tiers for extra content, which will be rolling out to you. So that's the housekeeping done. Let's talk about Toto. Uh... Toto, this week. Oh,
1: going has I know. I'm. I'm playing my camera. Look, when I move, the camera moves. Yeah, It is actually. I was wondering what you're doing. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> Technology is crazy, bro. Good God! No, I was. I was. I was like, what is? I was like, what is this? Like, what? what no, that's crazy to, like that.
0: everyone on the uh, podcast um tommy has got his camera set up to and he's just discovered that it follows him around the room and so i whilst i was reading out all of that admin stuff this guy was literally just like going left to right just leaning matrix style and his camera was following him about like it was cctv your camera's racist bro the camera thinks you're stealing from the store. <laughs> um, but uh look, Toto Wolf is um well look, it's funny you say that. Toto Wolf this week it came out that he uh was entered into Forbes list um for top ranking sports people joining the likes of um uh tiger woods uh, lebron james conor uh conor mcgregor actually missed out on it for the first time in a few years which is to be understood because he's not fought for a while um But obviously a large part of Toto's wealth um, has come from the fact that he owns 33% of Mercedes and that he is, uh, you know, Mercedes has grown in stature due to DTS and, uh, and everything that's happened with, you know, uh, the growth of the, bro, bro, stop moving.
1: (laughs) You can see me. I'm experimenting. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 right. <laughs> let me, let me, I'll start. I'll start. I'll start, I'll start. This shit's crazy though. Technology is nuts. I'm moving my head and the camera's moving with my head. But that is crazy. Anyway, sorry, 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 sorry. Total. So wall. I'm, total. I'm wall. trying. <laughs> it's me like,
0: I'm like, Hey Tommy, let's do like, a serious <laughs> news show. And we go. To and <laughs> it's, I'm <still> sorry. like, let's. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway what do you think Toto more money more problems um the richer he's got like the worse the team has got um do you think one what do you think I mean of Toto Wolf, I think his story is pretty cool I think he like yeah he has a very
1: cool story really
0: cool story like I'm pretty sure he I don't want to say he dropped out but I don't think he did well in school um yeah
1: he's a self, self self-made billionaire literally self-made billionaire he um came he used to race cars um, yeah. He's actually a very good driver. Then he went to managing car racing, there, but he also invests. Um, yeah, so he invests heavily in several different things. And he started. He's married to Susie Wolf as well. Who, married to Susie Wolf? Yeah, she used to be Williams reserve driver, I think, or she used yeah. to work with Williams in a capacity.
0: Yeah, she did. So she she used to. Um, she used to, uh, she was uh, a part of Williams. I want to say she was a reserve driver, but... She did something re- else at Williams. More recently, see, this is where... Mario, we miss you! So Susie <laughs> Wolf, uh currently is. I'm pretty sure she's doing something there now. Yeah, right? she
1: She no, She runs a team in F... It's a team? She was she she an in F.E. Williams?
0: She wasn't, she wasn't. I'm Effie. bugging, bro. <laughs> this is like, bro, this is look, did Suzy Wolf, yeah. So between 2012 and 2015, she was a development driver. Uh, yeah. And now Suzy Wolf is a managing director of the F1 Academy category. That's what that she does now. Is so, it. so that's the that's,
1: W, basically W series, isn't
0: it? Yeah. F1 was like, oh, I see your little women's series that you're doing there. Instead of funding that, we're just going to make our own. Um, yeah.
1: Everyone, you're fired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Basically, either either get under this one, or you're not going to have a women's game. But at least with that, they're planning to um, make sure that it's like a, a more linear path towards mm-hmm. trying to get women into higher categories of sport than what I guess W Series could offer, because it was ultimately an independent series. So yeah, I think it's it's to be it's to be. Let's see the effect it has, but if anyone can lead that, it's definitely Susie um but I think from what you were saying, Toto actually had uh, a stake in williams um yes. and then i and which I think he then gave up, obviously went into mercedes and and we all know what happened from there um so I mean toto the man having you know it being billionaire status, i think I don't think look other than the argument of you know. Is there ever an ethical billionaire? I think that's a whole conversation that we could get into that is not formal. Maybe we'll do that on the Patreon and we can have mm. a capitalism socialism chat on the Patreon. Well, this is
1: an F1 podcast. Anybody <laughs> trying to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know <what> I'm
0: <laughs> we follow F1. I mean, yeah. like, we can't, like, we, but obviously, there's things that you can critique of society that you have to participate in because, you know, if sure. I was to not participate in everything that I disagree with, I definitely wouldn't follow this sport. However, I can't remember if this was a conversation that we had with you, you know. I it was. Um, where basically we are like, or oh, maybe it wasn't. So I'll have this conversation with you now. Do you think there is a... A conflict of interest in Toto Wolff having a 33% stake in the Mercedes-AMG F1 team with the sporting aspect and let's say if things don't improve from where they are this season, if the car doesn't develop, if there's no true kind of light at the end of the tunnel, can Mercedes... Uh, Are they in a conflict of interest? It's totally a conflict of interest because he's not going to sack himself, essentially. So I guess, is he the right man to be leading the team from a sporting perspective?
1: Uh, if I keep it 110, Toto Wolf's done an amazing job with that team. Personally, that's what I feel. They've won several championships under his government. Um, people say, oh, no, we inherited it from Ross Bourne, blah, 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 blah. But they weren't screaming that same story when Lewis was out there winning his sixth and seventh. Um, I think w- saying you know, there's a conflict of interest is a bit null and void to me because he, because he has a 33% stake. Ineos has a 33% stake as well. do I yeah. believe Mercedes has a 33% stake yeah. as well. Um, like Daim- that, is it
0: da- Daimler? Daimler.
1: Da- Daimler. Daimler. Yeah, Daimler. Mercedes yeah, Benz governing body. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, so if the team does well, he does well financially. So I don't think there's any issue there. I think uh, people saying there's a conflict of in- uh, interest are just saying, they they just, everyone, people are upset. Let's keep it real. The Lewis Hamilton fans are upset that Lewis Hamilton isn't out there winning and they need a scapegoat. So they've chosen Toto Wolff. They're using the fact that he has now been valued at a billion uh, against him. It doesn't mean he has a billion in his bank account, mind you. It just means that he's involved... He, he's worth a billion when it comes to assets or when it comes to his share, blah, 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 blah. But that doesn't mean that Toto Wolf is financially a billionaire and can go and draw a billion pounds out of the bank or whatever. Yeah. So I think people need to understand um, that when they say, no, oh, there's no such thing as an ethical billionaire. Yeah, you could say that, I guess. But some people make smart investments and then they could become billion dollar investments. Um, which is what Toto did. Uh, and Lewis Hampton is worth 380. 300 or something. Million. Yeah, yeah the, so yeah, 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 so Lewis has the, <laughs> the capability to be a billionaire. And those same people, will they be saying that Lewis is bad for being a billionaire and is not ethical? They probably wouldn't. So, yeah, I think everyone's just upset. And then they're channeling their. Chan- the Lewis Hampton fans are ex- upset. They're channeling their hatred of losing into Toto Wolf. And yeah. I think that's a bit unfair. The guy's made his money. From what I've heard about Toto and from what people say, he seems to be like a decent character and stand up for the right thing. I know a lot of people are upset that he didn't stand up uh, more when it came to Abu Dhabi. But I think people forget the nuances of a sport that's governed by a body that also runs all the decisions on track and everything. Um, You kind of... you kind of can't really fight the person that's paying the bills. (laughs) I know, but I I think
0: it's, look, there's two things I want to ask you out there, because look, this is a good conversation. One, I don't think people realise that, you know, I think one, the images of him partying after the race in Abu Dhabi don't look great for if you're a Lewis fan. But, you know, let me tell you now, I've resorted to drink <laughs> and much worse after much less has yes. happened to me. Yes. And then, if something like Abu Dhabi happened to me, I don't think you'll find me like chilling, not drinking. Like, And I think as a team, if you've gone through what they've gone through and then as a team, that means, and that's bonuses as well. Mm-hmm. All of those hundreds of stuff. Don't get a bonus for Lewis winning the title, or maybe they did, but mostly what they'll get a bonus for is, is the team winning the World Drivers Constructors. So yeah. they've worked, they've been away from their families. At, at that point, you know, 21 race season, 20 race season, whatever. They I think had the right to celebrate. Now, would yeah, I know. would I have been surfing on the backs of my employees? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know? <laughs> but he gives just make them along. They and they got their bonuses at the end of the day. Well, they've got and their
0: bonuses, right? They, they, and fought like-
1: for, they fought for Lewis Hamilton on the day that everything happened. They were fighting for him. What else are you supposed to do? The 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 sun has set. It's nighttime. You're off the track. Right. It's the same thing. You're at work today. So I'm at work now. Let's say I work in Tesco's. Um, something has happened. One of my colleagues has been cheated out or something. I stand up for my colleague. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. As soon as I check out, I'm out. <laughs> do you know I'm what I'm great. saying? I'm like, I'm out. So I'm allowed to party. <laughs> People forget that this is a job for them. It's not a life for them. They have yeah. other stuff to do. As we always see in Drive to Survive, Christian Horner and his children and Jerry Horner or Jerry Spice, whatever her name is, um, they have yeah. a life outside of Formula One. Um, so people need to understand that Toto has a life outside of Formula One. Lewis has a life outside of Formula One. So the same people need to get a life outside of Formula
0: One. 100%. And I also, what I'd say is, you know, they took a QC. Look, the whole, the, the system is rigged. I don't understand how people can believe that there's a conspiracy, but at the same time, don't understand. Like Mercedes took a whole barrister with them to Abu Dhabi because they knew something might happen. They took mm. that barrister into the appeals. No one's got, look, as much as I hate Michael Massey, no one's got smoke for all of those stewards who dismissed the appeal. Mm. They then tried to go for a right to review that was dismissed. After that, they would have to go to like the Supreme Court Council of like Sporting uh, sporting Court. The FIA had the right to absolutely chuck them out of mm-hmm the Formula One World Championship, if they went that route. And I want people to realise, sorry, at this point, Lewis Hamilton himself said that he didn't want to pursue it. This was not a decision taken by Toto Wolff on his own to say, Lewis, no, you want to pursue this, but we're not going to. Lewis himself said, you know what, I want to move on. I want to get on with my life. And I find... People constantly bringing up Abu Dhabi. I seen the petition go around earlier today to try and overturn it or whatever. And with new evidence that's come to light, Lewis has moved on and Lewis made a decision. And I feel like Lewis is a big 38 year old man. Yeah. 38. Like he's not a baby. And like this babying and monocoding him and you think you're speaking for him. I think you're actually speaking over him. Sometimes, some of you. And I think constantly bringing up Abu Dhabi, constantly bringing up what could have done, what could have happened. The team tried their best. The sport is fucked. The sport is rigged. They clearly didn't want to overturn it. They clearly, I think, wanted that result to happen. I don't think we'll ever truly know what happened. Michael Massey's allowed to come back into the paddock. I'm getting called all kinds of Tim Pot conspiracy theorists for even agreeing with Ted Kravitz, someone who's worked in the sport longer than a lot of us have been alive, Mm
1: -hmm. questioning
0: him him being in a panic. But we need to move on. Like we need to, as a fan base, I do do genuinely believe that we need to move on because Lewis has moved on. And I think if you keep bringing it up, I'm now questioning, I'm questioning why you want to bring it up. Are you doing it because you know that it gets loads of clicks and engagement? Mm -hmm. Or are you doing it because you genuinely care? But if you cared about Lewis the way you say you care, and I'm not telling people how to support people, I personally think that you should respect his wishes. And those wishes are to move on. Also, don't tag me in any Abu Dhabi 21 stuff. I'm not retweeting it. (laughs) I'll tell you that now. I'm ignoring it. I might even start blocking people for it. Because personally... I don't want to go through that again. Yeah. I was on here crying. I was making fan cams with sad music over them. And I want to be back there. I've moved on. I'm wearing bucket hats now. Can't yeah. you see I'm in a better place?
1: I'm a new man.
0: <laughs> I'm a new man, baby. Like, please, like, let me live. Um. So, yeah, that was my... Any other thoughts on Toto Wolf, I guess? I guess whilst we're... Actually, we'll talk about Mercedes, but quickly, do you have any thoughts on... I guess, obviously, we saw you after the first race in Bahrain, things weren't great. Was it the first race or did to see you in the season preview? Whenever we saw you, mm-hmm. things weren't looking great. Um, obviously, things looked better in Australia, but I guess your thoughts on Mercedes... Quickly before we go to the
1: next uh, topic, I think they're. I think they They're clearly trying their best to crawl things back. Um, it's going to be difficult, man. Uh, they're not necessarily at a disadvantage because you look at all the other teams. They're actually like very fast and they're very up there. It's just that um, everyone's kind of been. Uh, everyone's kind of been out 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 jumped and out by Red Bull and their development. So, um, yeah, I, people. Again, to go back to the fans, people are acting like Mercedes is num- 22nd on the grid, bro. They're up there. <laughs> like, we're <Yeah>. up. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? So we need yeah. to just, like, everyone needs to just chill out. Like, they're not going to make the fastest car every year. At least this stuff is mixing up a little bit, I guess. It's a shame that there's not more of a fight going on between the top four, top three teams. But at least there is a fight going on somewhere on the grid. So, yeah, I think Mercedes can claw back some more speed. I don't think we will get um, Red Bull type of speed, uh, Mm. but I do think we will be potentially second in constructors, which would be nice.
0: Okay. Well, look, thank you very much. If you're at this point in the podcast, we're going to insert a little advert here. My God, my voice. (laughs) Um, We're going to insert an advert here. And of course, if you don't like adverts, then sign up to the Patreon. If you don't want to do that, we appreciate it anyway. Enjoy this advert.
1: Booty munchers one (laughs) thousand for sale. (laughs) Uh, Get your booty munchers one thousand. Sponsored by Quick Stop F one. Do you like your booty (laughs) munched? Well, if you like your booty munched, I was thinking, wow, I really like my
0: booty munched, but I've got no one to do it. Here's the booty munchers two thousand. Booty munchers,
1: booty munchers, booty (laughs) munchers, booty munchers. munchers.
0: <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ. That's you that. I mean that's are that, bro.
0: Yeah. Real. And look, if there's anyone who wants to partner with this professional and really serious podcast, quick stop f1 pod at gmail.com for all business opportunities. I guarantee you a healthy rate of return on your investment. Uh um, <laughs> <laughs> um, actually you know what? You've, got, you've got to go like pretty much just pretty much just pretty much look uh, let's carry on so <laughs> I was, um, we are talking about next up if we thought Mercedes were in the ship, then um, let me tell you one team that is in the shit is Ferrari, and one driver who's not having a good time right now
1: is <laughs> Charles <laughs> my, like. my boy, Charles. Oh my boy, Charles, man
0: show, show, show. You know what? It's... I'm going
1: to keep it 110, man. I feel so bad for Ferrari. And do you know why? I feel even more connected. Because I bought a Ferrari, I feel like I'm part of the family now. Oh so God. now I feel I'm invested. I'm like, Tafelce, Tafelce. <laughs> but bro, bro, we're not up, man. I was thinking, all right, cool. Mercedes, my guy, Lewis Hamilton, we might be down this year. All right, cool. Ferrari, yeah. let's go. Show them what's good. They've had the worst luck. Like, I, feel, I bet Matthias at home, like,
0: you know what he does
1: is like? You know that um, you know, that Shannon Sharp meme where it's just like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, it's um, it's bad. Like it's really bad. And I'm gonna read out a statement that Charlotte Claire had to put on his Instagram uh, over Easter. You know, on the biggest Christian holiday of the year, <laughs> this is what people are doing. Hey, everyone. For the past few months, my home address has somehow become public. Months, you know, this guy's putting up for this for months. (laughs) Leading to people gathering beneath my apartment, ringing my bell and asking for pictures and autographs. While I'm always happy to be there for you and I truly appreciate your support, please respect my privacy and refrain from coming to my house. I'll make sure to stop for everyone when you see me on the streets or on the track, but I won't be coming downstairs if you visit my home. Your support, both in person and on social media, means the world to me, but there is a boundary that should not
1: be crossed. Happy Easter, everyone. Damn.
0: That is a madness.
1: Like... Some people are delusional, bro. Some people are delusional.
0: I think this is like, you know, obviously, why the point of, you know, if you're doing that, that is ridiculous, right? But, I mean, look, I am not Charles Leclerc. And we are not anywhere near as big. And I, I, look, I'm sure on some levels you probably feel it in some ways. I'm sure your partner, you know, as a, as a creative in her own way, feels it some ways. Social media has created this level of parasocial relationships where people in, and in a way it's good that people feel connected to you and they feel a part of your journey and they feel like close to you and, you know, they feel invested in you. I don't think we'd be where we are if people weren't invested in us as a brand and as people. But I've seen the other side of that with people being over familiar, people demanding time of me that they've got no level of access to. People, yeah, just, I think, expecting things of me that, I would never imagine someone who doesn't know me at all would expect of me. So on my level, if I'm feeling that, then for, you know, these F1 sites, and they've been saying, you know, the good thing about F1 is we've got a load of younger fans and, you know, social media's going up. But the drivers are complaining. You see on race weekends, a driver can't walk down the paddock. People aren't even asking for pictures now. They'll just, yeah. they'll just be like... Grabbing people just, that's
1: what, shit's wild. Bro,
0: it's crazy. So... I guess one like the, uh, your thoughts on I guess parasocial relationships in general because I mean there's not really much to say about the Charles thing other than like stop doing that but I guess I guess your thoughts on like the F1 social media and I guess this new age of fan and and I guess what that kind of means for the sport and and the drivers because I think the bigger it gets I think it's only going to get worse but I feel like mm. it's something that's very I don't want to say very F1 specific because people hang out outside footballers' houses and stuff, but it's very new for F1.
1: Yeah, I think F1's had this massive explosion because of Drive to Survive and social media and whatnot. Um, And naturally, with every tent fans, there's just one kooky person. That's just how it is. I think that the, the drivers, unfortunately, will have to get used to it getting worse and worse because, like you said, in other sports, they kind of dealt with it for a while. Um, F1 used to be quite a, almost like an insular environment where it was very like closed off from like the general public. And it was like, if you, if you watch F1, you watch F1, but now there's people that don't even watch F1, but are just fans of the drivers. And again, it's amazing for the sport, but in terms of their time, their privacy and stuff is probably not great. But unfortunately they kind of are going to have to deal with it. And I wish that wasn't <laughs> the case. Uh, but there's always someone who thinks they're entitled to your time or to, a picture or to a video or to a shout out or something uh yeah you're just gonna it's natural the more people that follow a sport or the more people that follow any form of media there is going to be more kooky people that are around you unfortunately
0: yeah i mean it's um and i think i think that's the thing as well you know look i'm a mid-30s man who grew up you know, without the internet for a long period of my life, like, like, like not a long period, but like, I <laughs>
1: yeah, you need to elaborate on that one, bro. I said mid-turn. So
0: I would say I there I was still using dial up when I was like, I'm going to say like twelve, eleven, twelve, like broadband mm, yeah, makes sense. Wasn't like a massive thing. I uh, like I remember like trying to watch a video like a music video online when I was like 15. So this would have been, I'm so old. But what, what's that? I'm not even going to say the year because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not embarrassed. I was in like 2003, four, like that was not super easy all the time. Um, but I guess I've, I've, what I'm trying to say is I've not, for a lot of people, the online world is so like they're just ingrained in it and yeah. it means a lot. And I think there's certain behaviors which obviously everyone knows that that it's wrong to do that. But I do think there's the idea of just going up to someone and shoving a phone in their face, I find that mad. Whereas now because of how culture is and how phones are, it's just normalized. And I think not that going to someone's house is normalized but it's normalized enough that he's saying people have been for months going to his house. So this isn't just one person going to his house for months. Otherwise he would have got a restraining order. This is like probably a thing amongst Leclerc fans. Then this is where Charles lives. We were hanging out all day. We're waiting for him to go to the shop or whatever. And, you know, and maybe for the first few times he's been there like, okay, cool. I'll take a picture like whatever. But now he's like, and I don't know I just I think the level the the type of fans that Formula is bringing in it's like a gift and a curse because one you've got these young fans who are super passionate super knowledgeable about I guess the world at large and they've got views on like politics and diversity and well some of them some of them got views on diversity and they're not great but you know (laughs) judging by the comments that we get but (laughs) i think i think it's a gift and a curse i think you've got a bunch of really socially um online and and literate fans who are growing the sport because look you see brands tagging onto f1 twitter because they know like that's going to get mad engagement no matter what happens but i guess the flip side of that is You've just got people who idea of power social relationships maybe aren't as
1: developed as others.
0: <clears throat> okay, is that it's, what you had to say
1: It's interesting, but like, I don't know, man, what can you it's do? It's wrong! Yeah, it's wrong, but what can you do about it? And I think maybe Sharp shouldn't have put that message out because I feel like... Oh, Jared, do you I don't know. I th- I think there's two. It's like a double edged sword. You get the people that be like, oh, yeah, that's not good. And then you get people like, oh, let's go out. Like, it's, yeah, I do Yeah, it brought more attention to now. People are like, oh, where does Charles live? Or do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's where gonna is have his to move address? house. I'm gonna keep it real. He's gonna have to move gonna, out yeah, of that. Yeah, bitch. He's gonna have to move house,
0: bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bro, you're gonna have to take yeah. that, boy.
0: Yeah, no, that's that. It's it's a bit mad, but yeah, you. Yeah. The problem is like everyone knows his car. So to be fair, it's probably just like quick search of his car. Yeah, um,
1: you just see where it is. Monaco's a small is. place as well.
0: Monaco is tiny. Like you know I mean, like, no one knows. I mean, people know Lewis's car collection, but no one knows like no one there's not like pictures and pictures and pictures of Lewis's yeah. car collection.
1: And it's not like, oh, there's Lewis's house. I've never seen him yeah. really like, oh yeah, here's Lewis's house.
0: Whereas like Charles has literally a one of one Ferrari. Mm. <laughs> um driving around the smallest fucking place in the world where only he would have that car. So it's just, yeah, it's, um, he's going to have to, I think, you know, this is him. If he didn't realize it already, he is a superstar. And I think adjusting to being a superstar is going to take, you know, some changes and, you know, maybe he's going to have to move house and that sucks because I'm sure he loves his house. But maybe he's going to have to move house. Maybe he's going to have to, like... It's hard, though, because Ferrari want to advertise the car that Charles Leclerc has. Mm-hmm. So it's not even something that he can...
1: Well, they don't even make that car anymore, the Pista. 488 Pista. They stopped, stopped manufacturing it. Oh, really? So, yeah, he doesn't even... have to drive it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess that's,
0: that's the thing, is it, right? Like, you know, I feel like, you know, these, but these are just things that he's going to have to learn. But stop turning up to Charles's house, guys. Like, that is... That that's is outrageous. bad. Um, he's not having a good time. I saw a quote saying that he's got no plans to fight for the championship this season i think he just said i want to finish a race that's my end goal which is that is that is bad um bad.
1: he's not he's not having he needs some media training you should not be saying something they need, get this boy some media training you know what get all of the drivers media training <laughs> because their, their media skills are in the tank boy. Like, yeah, no, wow Not great.
0: Do you think, um, do you imagine a situation where he ever leaves for over? Let's say like, let's say it's not working. Like let's say it's this bad for the next two, like this season and next season. So he goes into 2025 with one year left on his contract. And the car has not improved relative to Red Bull. Do you see a situation where he leaves? And where the fuck would he go?
1: I don't think he'll leave. I think if anything's gonna happen, he will get kicked out of Ferrari, and God forbid that yeah. does happen, but I don't think that he will leave it on under his own accord. I think it was his like it is like one of the things like it was one of the last things he said for his dad that he was driving for Ferrari, wasn't it? So I mm. think Ferrari's pretty much ingrained in his in him as a person yeah. and as a driver. they'd supported his junior career he was at um alpha um before, so I don't think he'll leave Ferrari I think. If anything, Ferrari will replace him if that if it came to be. But right now, there's no one really that they can replace him with that is better. Um, and then also, they need to work on their own. Uh, the Formula 1 team needs to work on the car first before I think they can start trying to uh, focus on drivers. Or yeah. Or <clears throat> to be fair, the car's actually good. It's just I feel like they've had just really bad luck this season. Like, it's really weird
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like obviously like he would have got a podium most likely in Bahrain. Um, He obviously this weekend just gone with Australia. I feel like obviously he went out in the first lap, but obviously qualified in seventh, I think. So they, you know, they were just not feeling it, you know, uh, although... I think Carlos qualified in fifth. So being out qualified by science is always like a bit of a big deal for him. Um, And he just doesn't seem happy with it at all. Um, Although, you know, I've heard him say that uh, I'm, you know, Carlos science has come out and said, we need to change the whole concept concept of the car. And Charles has said, look, I don't feel as strongly as, as Carlos. So, you know, whether he's just turning the company line or he genuinely believes that, you know, he thinks there's something there. So, we'll see we'll see with Charles but I think that's going to be a storyline is how one how much can he extract out of that Ferrari this season and I guess his mood um, which is probably not helped by the fact that Red Bull is smashing it and Fred Vasseur has come out and said that um, Red Bull's penalty last season was not Wait, they had a penalty
1: <laughs> no, that's yeah, unbelievable yeah. Yeah, I and mean, no, no, uh, normally when you're penalized it means that you know you're at a disadvantage but it doesn't seem to be reflecting in the in the stats.
0: Well, uh, unfortunately, uh they, you know, they breached the budget cap by 1.86 million um and uh Vassar said I'm still convinced uh the penalty was very light. If you consider, we will improve uh, the car's performance by a bit less than one second over the course of a season, uh, and the penalty you get one tenth of this. Uh, it's equivalent to zero point one seconds. So, as it's not linear progression, probably less. And as you're allowed to spend money uh, somewhere else on weight saving, someone the penalty is marginal. Um, obviously, Christian Horner, you know, is saying that. Uh, it doesn't really kick in. It didn't start until, obviously, they had the car designed before all of this was done. <clears throat> and it um, uh, the t- wind tunnel reduction has applied since last October, so we couldn't afford to miss the target because you'd never be able to engineer your way out of it with that handicap. So, you know, they're saying that they've got the car this quick and obviously they're not going to be able to develop it. So <clears throat> a big thing is going to be how much everyone catches up to them. Do you reckon anyone will be able to catch up to them? Do you think the penalty is... is, is
1: hard, a <laughs> second a lap, bro. No one, Ain't no one catching that, bro. Ain't no one catching that. I I don't know how they've done it unless they breached the, the cost cap this year as well or last year as well, So I don't know how they've done it because that car is flying. I've never seen a car have such a pace advantage in a straight line in my entire life. Like, it's insane.
0: Some would say... When you say that that the W four W five in two thousand and fourteen and fifteen um, were as quick relatively to the rest of the field than the Red Bull is now, to what do you say that? Mm. Like for example, if you remember the Bahrain two thousand and fourteen Grand
1: Prix, yeah. <clears throat>
0: And after the restart, Mercedes like pulled out like, I think a couple seconds on the rest of the field after like a yeah. lap or two. Um, I, I don't disagree with that. What I would say is, Red Bull have not gone full pace this year <laughs> at all.
1: It doesn't look like it, does it? <laughs> no, like, <laughs> this, this, like, then... that, oh, turn that shit down real quick. You know what I mean? No, turn that. Like, no man. Bro, can I to a, Max sh- it, to... Like,
0: Max, Max, could you please uh, keep to? You're currently doing one thirty two. Could you please hey. do one
1: thirty three? And he's like, why? Why should I do one? <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, I don't understand. Why? <laughs>
1: <laughs> now you know what? Like. Fair play to them because they have created yeah. a, an absolute monster of a, of a car. I think, I hear what people are saying about oh 2014, 15, 16, whatever, so on and so forth. But for a car to have such a pace advantage when regulations were changed so that the field would be closely matched together. And also, this is the same team that had a penalty. Uh, (laughs) i don't know it just doesn't make sense to me bro it just doesn't make the pace advantage is quick and from all i can see they're not cheating it's just pure design perfection Um, someone said they might have an active suspension system but i don't know how much i believe that but all i do know is that that car is uh, lewis was on the straight bro and he got past like he was standing still. I swear there was one time Lewis. Uh, there was a car with a DRS flap open, and the Red Bull with a DRS flap open, and the Red Bull just went breezing past them.
0: Yeah, it's outrageous, it's insane. Like, and, th- and this is the thing as well there'll be a bunch of people under this video as per usual with, you know, if you say a whiff of something about Max Verstappen or a whiff of something about Red Bull, they're like, ah, ah. Mm. oh shit, I probably shouldn't do that during the recording. <laughs> um, but, but like I've said it over and over again, <clears throat> that Red Bull is a madness. Yeah, it's a madness. And the uh, fact that we, didn't listen to Lewis Hamilton, who said that this kind of concept is bullshit. We, oui.
1: oui. <laughs> we, nigga, you French? Yeah. <laughs> I listened to Lewis. Lewis Hamilton said this car ain't working. I said, you know what? You know this car ain't working. You have you ever watched? Have you ever watched Gordon Ramsay on a cooking show? Have you ever watched yeah. Gordon Ramsay on a cooking show? And then a person will bring out food, and you be like, "What the fuck is that?" And then Gordon's like, "Beautiful." Then suddenly you're like, "That's that's gorgeous." That's yeah, three. yeah. And, but when I saw the fam, When I saw the W13 I was like yeah that's it This is going to be quick Then it started listening I was like you know what Lewis, Lewis, Lewis is speaking back This guy's car, in one, wine bro Like oh, I, I, bro man. there's certain Points in time we have to just listen to, Listen to the guy that's a professional And honestly when Lewis Said we need to change this even I was like But bro like maybe we should not-. <laughs> Nah yeah. change that Shit bro because, do you know what gassed them? It was Brazil, bro. When the Brazil. car won in Brazil, they were like, all right, we've gotten." But Red Bull was like, suckers, we played you. Red Bull was probably like, we'll let you win this. You ain't going to change the concept, bro. Absolutely <laughs> oh embarrassing. Oh, my God. But it is what it is, man. It is what it is. But look, there's many more years of Formula One that Lewis has in him. The car can change next year. But the only thing is that they could change the concept now. And it could be worse. <laughs> so, That's the thing. So they're gonna. They're, everyone's the going thing. for that Aston Martin love story, bro. It's not gonna happen. Speaking of bro. Aston Martin, Fernando had a a, a a tough race, didn't he? He just he, like he was. He was not. He was not loving that one, boy.
0: Okay, certain man, yeah, certain man was saying that Aston Martin were going to finish ahead of Mercedes, and I said to them, I said, chill, man, cool off off. Um, uh, oh, Lewis has mentioned they're closer to front teams than other teams. Aston Martin are close, right? They are close. I'm not denying that and they're doing a good job. But the fact that Lewis was able to keep Fernando Alonso behind comfortably last weekend mm. shows that the disparity between the two teams isn't as great as everyone like is worried about. And the more the Mercedes develop the car... I've got more faith in Mercedes being able to outdevelop their car over the Aston Martin.
1: Like, but Aston Martin is still a young team. they're, they're yeah. still a young team. They've they've done they've done they've done bits, but their development uh, curve isn't as great as other no teams. We saw that in was it twenty twenty with the pink. In the Mercedes? Mercedes, yeah, 20. 2020...
0: Yeah, it started strong, but 2020, then it ta- 2020, yeah. yeah, it
1: started strong, tailed off. Uh, um, yeah. was that 2020? Time's flown, Bro, Jesus Christ, it was time's a a flown. Madness. Yeah,
0: yeah, because yeah, that, yeah, that was when Checo won. Um, yeah, Checo won in Bahrain. In the oh, Bing, was that 20? Was that yeah. that was that 2021? In 2021, sorry, it's 2021, it
1: was, 2021. It was
0: 2021. 2021, wasn't it? 2021, yes, it was 21. Thank
1: you, yeah, very it was 2021, much, it was 2021, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Wait, the pick was that, that was—I'm confused now. But I remember they I'm brought confused, the pick yeah. Mercedes, then they weren't allowed to bring it again. So yeah, 2021 yeah. it would have been because the car changed the year after. But yeah, yeah. Um, the the car started strong and then tailed off, uh, similar to how Braun started strong and tailed off. It, like just certain teams, they don't have the—I guess the the, the 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 ability to maintain that kind of development curve. They start to plateau, especially when um, they're a young team and.
0: Yeah, no. I uh, uh, so I am just gonna say it was definitely twenty 2020 twenty because twenty twenty one as the mine started. This is the third season.
1: Oh yeah, so.
0: yeah, yeah. It was still a um, right so, point, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um so um no, and I think what what will help them, and I think this is how we're gonna see whether these regulations are working, is that they finished seventh last season, so they're gonna have so much more wind tunnel time than Red That's Bull. True. So we're gonna see with that wind tunnel time, time how much our Aston Martin going to be able to develop a concept. Because normally, by the time we get to summer, that team would have probably started developing next year's cars. Oh, this car's mm. shit. Let's let's go for next year. Whereas this year they've got a real opportunity to potentially go for second, and the difference in prize money between second and third, I'm sure, is very large. Mm. And obviously the prestige of being best of the rest for a brand like Aston Martin, look, I'm pissed I didn't buy shares. I'm like, like you've seen the share price of Aston Martin, <laughs> isn't it? Like, Honestly. Um, so the better they do, the better it is for the company and, and, and so forth. So I just think it's imperative that they do well. So we'll see if they're able to do it. I've not got much faith. Like you say, they uh, traditionally, I think until they've got their factories and all of the uh bits and bobs that they need to run a real proper leady f1 team i don't think they've got the resources to develop over the course of a season but with the cost cap let's let's see maybe they do
1: yeah,
0: we'll see what happens let's see so finally oh actually i think we actually we actually went through all of our news stories and we did
1: look yeah, at that. I mean, that that's what you I mean. mentioned I, uh, one thing else one thing else one other thing Uh, Lewis Hamilton complaining about the seating position on the W14. Um, He seems to have noticed that they're sitting way more forward facing uh, towards the front wheels than other teams are. And he has said that is, well, he hasn't said, but he's noted that he doesn't feel connected to the car. And people are assuming that that could be a reason. And I think that that is a very, very valid point. And I think the same thing last year where Lewis was sitting very low in the car. And you couldn't see it over the front wheels as well as, for example, George. And I think this year, the seating position in the car, being so far forward, I know from when I drive my, <laughs> I'm not even, when I drive one of my cars where I sit, <laughs> where the engine's behind me and I drive another yeah. car with the engine in front, completely different driving feel and experience. Yeah. And if you're not prepared for it, you, like when I drive my car with the engine in the back, it's I have to think a lot more different than when they're just in front of me. So yeah, I'm saying that potentially uh, this could be part of why Lewis isn't connecting them, car. But this weekend he had a really good weekend. I guess um, it would have been interesting to see where George finished if he didn't retire. But I think we're going to have to wait to see for the rest of the year what 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 happens, what goes down with George and Lewis. I think. Um, what are your thoughts
0: on George and Lewis?
1: I think George. I, I really like George as a driver and a person, but I think he disappointed me a bit in Australia when he over, I feel like George needs to be careful what he says over the radio. Cause he seems to almost like not purposely, but it kind of instigate that inter-team drama by some of his comments where he's like, what are we doing here? I, th- I thought we weren't fighting or I've got my teammate breathing down my neck. You told me my it's my tires. Like, It's a race, bro. Like, that's always going to happen. Instead of complaining about your teammate, focus on the race. Because complaining about your teammate (laughs) is doing nothing but creating bad and negative headlines. So um, I think George just needs to manage his emotions and what he says on the radio. I think the team needs to have a word with him. Because you never hear Lewis saying, oh, but why is George doing this? Why is George doing this? Like, you never, ever, ever, ever hear that. And with Valtteri, you you rarely hear Lewis say anything about Valtteri. But you would always hear Valtteri (laughs) say the little thing here or there. But... I think, um, yeah, George needs to, f- instead of focusing on Lewis so much, just try and, you know, focus on s- succeeding. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, but the thing is, what, piss like, uh, you know, everyone knows I love George and I'll defend George most of the time. And George isn't there. George didn't replace Valtteri Bottas to become Valtteri Bottas 2.0. Like, he was there to do better than Valtteri and to win world championships you only get to be a Mercedes once in your career like so he's got to make the most of it but I think with George everyone could see that the Mercedes are in a one yes, manage your tyres, but don't go round at a speed which is causing Lewis to be like all over you, because he's got someone behind you, uh, behind yeah. him. So you, and like he's not stupid. You know that Lewis has got Max like on his ass. So Lewis can't just like be in the middle of two drivers and be like, well, oh, you know going. what? Yeah, yeah I mean like with a car that's got like a DRS advantage over everyone. Two. I'd even argue his decision to come in at that safety car. I mean, look, I guess damned if he did, damned if he didn't. But the Mercedes are in a stronger position. If you think in long game, you and Lewis basically having the same kind of strategy and being line astern is going to make it harder for someone to get past you both. Yeah. But once one of you goes, we've seen it when you know, Verstappen would have won that race. So George's assertion that, oh, we would have won that race. is like
1: impossible. It,
0: impossible but it would have been harder if he had to pass two mercedes who both have drs than yeah one mercedes who you know well one mercedes has drs and one who doesn't than just one mercedes who doesn't have drs so i I agree he needs to think like long game he's he's political but it's all in the what i will say it's all in the point of self-interest as opposed to really wanting to do well for the team as yeah. a whole, and yeah. I think that's that's where. And look, like I said, if people are willing to burn Mercedes to the ground for Lewis Hamilton, George has no. <laughs> got no Whoa. chance.
1: You yeah, got no chance, bro. <laughs>
0: um, right, a couple of last housekeeping things. Then um, one, we were supposed to be selling Quicksilver Live tickets this week. The venue pushed it back. Uh, a week not the date that it's happening so May the 14th Sunday May the 14th we will be at the Everyman Cinema in Broadgate we'll be watching you know what let me actually put some sauce on this sorry look listen here okay
1: oh my god
0: (laughs) don't think I haven't seen all the other shows I love that I love seeing independent content creators get MONEY! More live shows! If you're, if you're a show who listens to this, you see what we do? More merch too! Please, release that! Get your coins! of F1 doesn't gatekeep nothing! But what I will say to you right now is that we're about to put on the best F1 live show ever! I don't think you'll understand! We're in the fanciest cinemas in London, okay? Okay, we've got full popcorn on arrival for every person. Free beverage, wine, beer, soft beverage, for anyone on arrival. We've got a merch stand. We're watching Brazil 21, you remember? Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. From back to front, are you mad? (laughs) That on a big screen, okay. There's only a limited amount of tickets. I'm not playing around with you. This is going to be the greatest F1 live show ever, and I'm proud to announce, as always, our brother Tommy will be there on the panel for the live show. Congratulations, Tommy. How'd you feel? For the
1: hat trick, quicks on life three, man. I feel blessed. I feel honored. You know, I was playing. I played a strong first, first, first quarter. Coach put me in the game for quarter number two. Now I'm back for the third. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna go for that. I'm I'm, I'm gonna go for that triple double this time. You know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna play strong. And you know, I like to I like to thank God. I like to thank my mama. And, you thank know, um, I, like, I like I like to thank uh, 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 Nike for these sneakers. And I like to thank the league yeah we out here we out here now I'm looking forward to it I'm
0: looking forward to it I'm looking forward to it man like you know I love the last place last place was also we had to upgrade it was too small Um, the last one sold out in four and a half hours guys Uh, I can I can imagine this one we've not raised the price even though it's a cost of living crisis we're aware of that we've not raised the price the price is still going to be £25 for that like I said you get free popcorn and a free drink of your choice when you come in. We're watching Sao Paulo 21 on a massive screen. There's going to be a live podcast afterwards. Um, And it's just going to be an incredible event for like F1 fans, no matter who you support, you know, whether you support Lewis, whether you support Max, whether you support Lewis. <laughs> mm. But, you know, it's just, it's a lovely event. I, I love doing them. I'm so happy that we're going to be able to do it. Some of the shirts that you've seen us wearing, that aren't released yet uh, will be sold there exclusively first. So like the Team LH s- Supreme nah, knockoff. That, 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 uh, that,
1: look, that look crazy, bro. I saw that <laughs> <I think>. Yeah.
0: <Yow! laughs> Thank you. Like, yeah, no, I've got, I've got to go with your name on it. Don't worry, man. Um, hey. and, um, and yeah, like it's just going to be an incredible event. And like we're partnering with the most luxurious brand of, cinemas in london so you know look look up broadgate uh, everyman it's an it's one of their new venues it's a it's an incredible site um and i can't wait to do it so looking forward to that um tickets will be out on saturday the 15th of april i don't know what time yet i'll know more tomorrow uh, and that will come out with the announcement tomorrow. But I'm assuming nine o'clock on Saturday, the 15th of April. So be ready. Don't ask me for tickets because I won't have any. Okay? So there's that. And don't ask Tommy either because he definitely doesn't have any. I'll tell you that for free. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I'm... laughs> Sorry. That was unnecessary. <laughs> 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 so unnecessary hey. um um, but yeah, I think that's it. thank you guys, Tommy, anything else? I think mean, that's it, I think that was a good deal. cheeky um, I to
1: do I have anything else to say? um keep it on the black stuff,
0: okay, cool, well, you gotta <laughs> wait for that bit, but okay. <laughs> thank you between <laughs> you and like, I wanted to just take my shit, but no, um, what I was gonna say was make sure obviously if you've got this far make sure that you are uh oh god there was one other story that we were supposed to talk about but i can't be bothered so
1: so, okay you know what Quick, mm-hmm. Max was supposed to join uh, Mercedes Benz yeah. a couple <clears throat> years ago. Max didn't join Mercedes Benz. It nearly happened. We're all glad it didn't happen. It wouldn't have worked. Max and Lewis on the same team would have been a disaster. It would have been Nico Rosberg and Lewis 2016 part two. Also, Max's dad is a. Um, we're going to End of story. Let's go. <laughs> Those were
0: the views of Tommy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, they weren't my
0: views, bro.
1: I have a script. These guys give me a script. I read everything you hear me say, I read off the script.
0: No, look. Um, I Look, let me tell you, no, I completely agree with Tommy in that Max Verstappen, that. So, essentially, Total Wolf, every six months, has to mention the fact that Mercedes nearly signed Max Verstappen. The reason that we didn't sign him is because... Uh, we couldn't offer Max uh, anything more than a GP2 seat. Uh, Red Bull offered him an F1 seat with Toro Rosso at the age of like what? Was he like fifteen or some shit. Was 16, um, wasn't he sixteen? Yeah, sixteen. So you know, obviously, a lot better than Mercedes could have offered. He went to Red Bull, um, and the rest is history. You know, he won his first race uh, with Red Bull after replacing Kvyat in Barcelona. Um, and you know, he's he's going to go on to be easily top five of all time like if this car carries on the way it is like he I think he could surpass if it carries on like this he's going to surpass like Senna's win record in like the next couple seasons like it's crazy yeah. and and then, and then you know it, look he's, we're already looking at him being a three time world champion um there's not much, no matter what you say <clears throat> about the first one and the second one I guess with the with the cost cap. The records will show that asterisk or not, he is one of the greatest of all time. The people who comment nasty things on this podcast aren't gonna acknowledge that I said that. Well they will acknowledge what we said about <laughs> and let me tell you now. I we meant every fucking word of it. He's
1: horrible. I don't
0: know. And He's that
1: doesn't an
0: say that's the, that's the one in it. That's you know what, yeah, there's certain terms of white people absolutely killed. And unsavory character is like such a perfect way of describing an, like an, an old b- like do you know what I mean, respectfully.
1: So like like do you know what I'm just saying like are on the beliefs of comedy <laughs> music, they're the beliefs of Nyasha. Um
0: uh, but no look uh big up b- and everyone at home, thank you for watching if you've got this far and you don't absolutely hate us slash one us cancelled you can subscribe on the, <laughs> subscribe to the channel make sure you give us a like um, give us a review on our podcast and a five star rating on Spotify and obviously if you want to support us please sign up to the Patreon we've actually um, we're doing really well on the Patreon and it's really support uh, helping us with us uh, our plans we're able to do things Tommy we're going out to Austin wanna come?
1: When's Austin? For the what? October. Yeah. Sure. Cool. So um,
0: watch the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to, yeah. Watch the race,
1: yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm there. Cool. So <laughs>
0: okay. the Patreon has allowed us to be able to budget and for us to go to Austin and we're going to go to Vegas as well. I don't know if we're going to get tickets for the race of Vegas.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm going to sneak still. <laughs> but uh obviously as we are now a blue wire podcast production it would you know they've got a podcast studio out there so it'd be nice to go check out the studio um so yeah we couldn't do that without your support so thank you and if you want to sign up there's three tiers available for you um and that's it all for me tommy where can they find you
1: at tommy music you know the drill
0: <laughs> uh thank you so much Thank you so much. Um and remember no matter what life throws at you, Tommy.
1: Keep it on the knee I mean the black stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you so much for joining until next time.
1: What kind of forever? Pretty
0: much is pretty much is, pretty much. Is. <laughs>